0: Uses profanity and topics may be disturbing for listeners. Listen at your own risk. Welcome back to Hell on Health podcast. I'm Bryce. I'm Amanda. And I'm hoping that this mic is actually picking me up. Okay. You sound great. Okay. In the (laughs) last few recordings, I haven't. And I Mm -hmm. haven't noticed until I've gone back to edit. So sorry, guys. We're not re recording those. Uh, My audio just kind of doesn't sound great. And I don't even know if this fixes it. But I think I told you last time we recorded. I uh, was fiddling with my mic, and I realized it wasn't even plugged in. so <laughs> I don't I don't know if this mic was if it got unplugged because it was unplugged from the back of the mic itself, not from the computer, oh, like when you were adjusting it or something. yeah, so I don't know if it was from me adjusting or what? So I'm hoping, as you guys can probably <laughs> hear, like my fingers on the mic right now, I'm sorry. um, but yeah, so if my audio's been a little lacking lately, it's because I didn't realize that my mic was unplugged. Look, Whoops. we keep telling y'all we're not professionals, okay? So <laughs> if you're expecting it, that's on you. Exactly. Like, oh, I'm sorry. We're here. We're doing what we can. Yeah. We're very and- upfront and honest about ourselves. Yes, absolutely. But anyway, so hopefully my my sound is fixed. I don't know if this is going to fix it. Again, I don't know. Maybe I should make sure it's pulling from this mic. Hold on. It is. It's the correct mic. Okay, cool. So, well, anyways, how are you? I'm pretty good, I think. I can't think of anything wrong. How are you? Um, I'm doing okay. I broke shit at work today. That was fun. Oh, oh, oh okay. W- don't you work at home? I mean, I didn't mean like physical things. I broke the customer's shit. Oh, even better. It's not <laughs> yours. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> fine. They have agents live and using the system. It's no big deal that it's all broken. Uh. Boy, I bet IT is so happy with you. Look, in my defense, I technically did not give Cisco the approval to make the changes that they made. They just made those changes. All I did was inquire about it. Okay, so it sounds like a them problem. That's what I'm hearing. Um, It sounds like a me problem because I'm the one that knew what the change was. Mm -hmm. And now they're like, nope, we can't revert that. And I said, well, why'd you change it without my permission? (laughs) I just want to, they said, well, you asked us a question. And I said, that doesn't mean you make changes, guys. Was the question, hi, can you do this instead of this? The question was, hi, we don't understand why for this customer, their their international agents have to have a leading zero zero in all of their phone numbers. And we just want to understand why. Oh, and- okay. Yeah, that totally sounds like. Change this and preferably break it, please well, he did he's like, well, there might be a feature flag. Let me reach out and see what's going on with that And then, like thirty seconds later, hey, that feature flag is fixed it's It's enabled, and then I followed up and asked, Does that affect how agents are logging in? Like do I need to notify them not to use the leading zero zero anymore? And he's like, No, 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 everything's fine. Everything was not fine. Oh, and let's just remember this is an international customer so oh no change was made at the end of my day yesterday oh he no ass- he assured me everything was fine but support told me today everything was not funny <laughs> and it's not even it's not something with their login it's so they're still logging in just fine but how some of their calls are set up is they go through an IVR, but at the end of the IVR, instead of it getting to someone like an agent, it actually transfers out of our system. And what we call okay. just a blind transfer. Those were all broken. Mm-hmm. Oh. So people were getting busy sounds. <laughs> and what it was is they had to replace the leading zero zero with a plus the area code. So just mm-hmm. like a plus. Um, I didn't know that. He told me everything would be fine. Agents would be able to log in without an issue. I didn't know I had to ask if he was going to break the blind transfer notes. So. Sorry, support. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I technically did not give him the go-ahead. So blame me, but also <laughs> I'm going to defend myself. <laughs> blame so, you, but also take that bus elsewhere. Yeah. Look, I felt really bad when I found Because nobody told me. No one told me there was something going on with support until two o'clock this afternoon and they're like we have no freaking clue why we just wait not so long because i was talking to my manager and i mentioned something about that and i was like oh yeah cisco made a change and i'm glad nothing broke because that caused a lot of stress for the night i woke up at four in the morning to check for emails um and all of a sudden your manager was like oh no bryce it definitely broke It super like, broke he was like wait what change and i explained it to him and he's like could that have affected this? And I was like, I have no clue. I didn't think to ask that, Jason. I have no clue. I didn't, it, this was a login issue, not a flow issue. I don't know why that would have, th- it affected it. Um, so, whoops. Um, again, I'm going to defend myself and say, I did not say, hey, go ahead, flip that switch. I was just like, oh, you flipped the switch. Okay, cool. So. He basically said we don't know how they were operating without this flip switch. So oops. Whoops. Anyway, so that's that's my my day. <laughs> it's my life. Um boy oh boy, has it just been a joy. I'm sorry. Today was my early day at work, so if anything happened, I at this point I don't remember what it was. Um, my work computer's right there, so it brings back all those memories really quick. (laughs) I mean, I'm still dressed in my work attire, which is, I'm not happy about it. Because I'm the kind of person, I like to come home, clothes off, jammies on. Comfy clothes, check. That's me. Oh, hey, you know if you work from home, you don't ever have to put uncomfortable clothes on. I've got to find a remote job. Yeah. I just work comfortably with a blanket wrapped around me, sometimes a heater on me if it's cold. Right now, it's not cold enough for a heater. But you know, I would just... save so much money on makeup. And so, oh, yeah, I don't wear makeup. <laughs> I have a ton from what I did, but I don't wear makeup. <laughs> um, sometimes I'll have my hot chocolate just <gasps> oh no, I still have a snack drawer. Like I know the people that come in and clean are like, What is wrong with this woman? because, in my in my trash can right now, one of my coworkers brought me green beans the other day from our mutual favorite Chinese buffet. So there's like a cup of green beans, a Pepsi bottle. Uh, there's there is a butt ton of wintergreen. Uh, what is it? The little mints with the hole in the middle. Yeah, 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 yeah. like the, the wintergreen ones. ones. Yes, those. There's a there's so many of those wrappers in there. And um, applesauce and fish packages. I don't see. Listen, I'm only lucky enough that the cleaning lady doesn't see that because I am the cleaning lady. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the downside to working from home is I have to clean the office. But Okay, yeah, that does kind of suck. <laughs> I would have to clean the space anyways. So I just have to keep my drawer stocked with goodies. Yeah, no, I have a whole ass fridge. I have a whole ass kitchen stocked with goodies. I mean, we do have two kitchens. Well, one's like a kitchen and the other's like a kitchenette. Yeah, but I don't have to share it. But I don't have to clean it. I can make Cody clean it. The kitchen is a common space. Okay. We share those cleaning duties. That, okay, fair. It's the office that I should, I am the one responsible for. (laughs) it's fine it's (laughs) fine and as you can see it's very cluttered behind me because i keep throwing shit on the empty bookshelf not books by the way but shit um and then my vanity behind me also needs to be organized it's just the floor is clean okay the floor is clean Mm -hmm. i'm not judging we never finished pulling carpets up we started and then i don't even know what happened we got sick my car Burst into flames, not literally, figuratively. So, like everything happened, we didn't finish. But Wednesday, Wednesday, I took off work, and we are gonna we're gonna go for the just the rest of the house, dining room, kitchen, living room, all the carpets got to go. Do it. I would do the kitchen if I had something to put over the subfloor, which I'm currently looking into right now. I got to get the square footage of the kitchen, but yeah, I haven't told James that yet. So. That's a surprise for Christmas time. Christmas time. Oh no. Next Wednesday. That's a surprise <laughs> for Wednesday. Just Wednesday things. Fine. It's not a big deal. That's your <laughs> what? That's the last Wednesday in September you can surprise him with things. That's his September surprise. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Done. Okay, you all heard it. Get your last surprise. Oh wait. By the time you guys hear this, Oh, it's actually mean? going to be October 22nd or after. Oh, so yeah. I guess for you guys, you need to get, you guys need to get your October surprises in. Your spooky season yeah. surprise. Get Oh, yes. Get your spooky surprises. So get those into your significant others. If you don't have a significant other, just go by yourself. Build yourself a boo basket. Why did we not think to do like a, a dirty Santa? But with that, well, that wouldn't work because it's just me and you. Dirty Santa. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say like a dirty Santa, but for Halloween. Because that sounds fun, but it's just me and you. so Wait, what's a dirty Santa? Uh, I I think you call it white elephant. Oh, okay. Is yours like white elephant? Dirty Santa would be like gag gifts no matter what type thing. Uh, it depends on how you play. Okay. With my family, we did Dirty Santa, but they were actually like good gifts. And then we stopped doing that and just drawing names because I, I don't like buying. If I going to buy a gift, I want to, I want it tailored to a person. Yeah. I don't like random shit because I would usually buy stuff like wine and movies and chocolates. Well, okay, if a man gets that, he might not enjoy it as much as a woman. You know so what, let, we'll let the men have what they want. Hey, if you want wine and chocolate, you can have it. Because I can't right now. So I you will trade you gifts. No, it gives me heartburn. I can't oh. have a Reese's, Bryce. Everything gives you heartburn. It's horrible. I don't know what I did to piss off the god of heartburn. But he's very upset with me right now. I don't know what to tell you there. <sighs> I'm going to eat another Tom's. Okay. Um, While you're eating that Tums, I lost my train of thought. But while you're eating that Tums, let's just talk about Instagram and Facebook and X or formerly Twitter. Um, I love that Amanda puts her fingers up to be like, <laughs> it's X, not Twitter. I know I remember now. Um, but we do have those things. Those are up and going. We post our pictures there. That's about all we're posting there right now is pictures from episodes. Sorry, we're not super Instagrammy or Facebooky or X y or social. Yeah, no, we're not social. We're <laughs> not good at social media. No. We're social with one another. Mm-hmm. But Instagram is Hell on Hills Podcast, Facebook Hell on Hills Podcast, X Hell on Hills Pod. Um, we do have all of those up and going, pictures being posted. We also have our Discord, which you can join our Discord. We have our Patreon if you want early access to episodes. Um, our email is up podcast at gmail.com so if you have suggestions you want us to cover a specific case whatever it may be you guys can email us there um, but all of those are up and going so that you guys can join if you're struggling to find the links for anything we also got a link tree all you got to do is google hell on heels podcast link tree and we should be the first thing that pops up get on the old google machine yeah also typically our description shows at least the link tree Link. So, if you're listening to us, you probably have access to all of the things. So, just just throwing that out there. We're making it easy on you. We're trying. Um, also, if you guys do enjoy listening to us, be sure to tell your friends, have your coworkers. My dad makes his coworkers listen. Um, <laughs> but that's be- they listen because I pick on my dad. You guys are welcome. <laughs> But if you guys do enjoy listening, go ahead and tell friends, family, frenemies. I'm okay with your frenemies listening to. Even your enemies. Go ahead, tell your enemies. It doesn't hurt my feelings. Oh Maybe. No, not no. No. Mm-mm. Tell us why you told your enemy to listen. Tell us why your enemies. And then I'll tell them why they suck. It, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. You'll tell them, we'll tell you what episode we talk shit about them in. And you can be like, here, listen to this episode. And there you go. And then I'll be like, damn it, Barbara, get your nose out of clarice's business damn it kenny haven't you learned yet yeah don't you know how to drive oh my god that's everybody's enemy (laughs) right there never (laughs) mind that's just everybody has that everybody's got road rage okay 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 um anyways so that's what i've got do you have anything else you want to share by the time you guys hear this we're like a week before a week and a half before halloween what you have presents not presents costumes (laughs) chosen out Um, I really want to be an avocado. You should. I think you should. It cannot be that difficult. That's what I'm saying. Like, I could literally just buy a brown shirt, put that on, and cut a hole in a green shirt, and boom. I'm an avocado. Maybe get a little hat. I was going to say you could just get, like, a green cardigan and, like, button the top with a brown shirt underneath. I could do that, too. I could totally make this happen easy easy peasy and annie i had i had grand plans for annie to be the very hungry caterpillar because as you know she is insatiable so i told james about this plan and he's i was like i was just going to make her you know like one of those easy tutus that you make with tulle yeah. and stuff there no sewing involved yeah exactly yeah no i was just going to do that maybe sew some eyeballs onto a onesie that's the the extent of sewing, hot glue them instead of sewing them. You know, if I could do that. Yes, that too. I have a hot glue gun. Possibly that. And James is like, you don't have time to do that. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm gonna make this this costume. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you. And so today, I got on the Target website and I ordered a bingo costume because okay. I do not have time to make that costume. <laughs> okay, okay, that was a quick flip right there. So today I got online. I thought you were (laughs) to say you ordered everything. No, (laughs) I looked at it though. I did get on Hobby Lobby's website too. And I was like, okay, they have all the stuff there that I could do it. But with us still doing the one car juggle and him working like more than usual, I'm just like, damn it. Okay. I got to be home before he has to go to work. No, I'll just order one. And it's being shipped to the house. So win, win. Yeah. Win, win oh gosh well that's (laughs) i don't know if that's more or less commitment i don't know if i'm gonna dress up this year mostly because i don't know if i'm gonna go anywhere to dress up you know see i'm only going to work i'm going to work but it's in my own house so Ah. i'm going to dress up that day as a work from home person which so cozy clothes and hot chocolate. And a blanket. Yeah. Don't forget the blanket. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. So I was going to just. Okay. We were going to go to Cody's cousin's party. And I'm not sure if we're going to go anymore. Um, Just some stuff that we've got going on. That I'm like. Mm, the date's just not aligning correctly for me. Mm-hmm. This doesn't feel like it's going to be beneficial. Because. Uh, spoiler alert guys. That is going to be our third attempt at a IVF transfer. Um, right before their party and I just don't know if I'm gonna want to go and party it up with a drunk a bunch of drunk people with a drunk I, a bunch of people with a drunk a bunch of people <laughs> um, it's more that there's gonna be a bunch of drunk people and I can't be one of the drunk people Sucks. and I'm probably not gonna be enjoying life in the sense that like we're still gonna be doing shots at that time and still gonna be on medication and I just don't know ready or mentally prepared to do that i mean i get that everybody look everybody has had far less issues and wanted to stay at home because of tell me that your tummy has hurt one day and you have had the mud guts and you wanted to go out and go grocery shopping no No. we order that online for pickup guys yes so i know i for one have stayed at home for far less so i'm not judging you Makes sense to me. So anyways, that's, I'm not sure if we're going to do anything. If we are, we probably need to decide like now because I also would have to DIY my costume. Or you could get on target.com. Target.com's not going to have what I want though. But right now their costumes are 30% off. But it's not going to have what I want. Okay. I'm because sorry. the thing is, is of course, before we knew we were doing the third round of, of IVF, um, We were looking at, I was looking at costumes, and I just shoved the one I liked in Cody's face and said, this is what we're doing. Um, But it felt right, okay? So, Cody, he just needs to dress head to toe in green, and he's going to be an alien. Easy. I can order that all on Amazon. No big deal. I, I remember talking about this now. I, however, would need to DIY myself a little UFO skirt out of cardboard and maybe some, like, craft paper or something. And I would be the UFO. I would have to start DIYing now. And I just don't know if I have the energy for that. I don't know. I think you could do it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Hey, my camera was real dirty. (laughs) Holy crap. Yeah, it was. It's so clear. It is in, you are in HD now. You're in 4K even. Hey, guys, I just wiped my camera off because I kept looking at it going, man, that looks really, really gross. And um, hey, it was. (laughs) what does mine look like hold on let me do it Here's not as saying. dramatic yeah <laughs> in my defense mine probably was because when when i'm not using this camera i've set the camera to face at the ceiling so a lot of dust probably uh, settles there it collects yeah and i just haven't noticed until today what i'm like <laughs> why do i look so pale i mean i am pale but different reasons all right, all right, all right. Well, who's ready for a story? Um, is it you? Because I'm reading it. Yes, it's me. Well, okay. I'm ready to tell you mine, but we're not flip-flopping. No. Okay. Okay. So Alrighty. this one you said you had not heard about. This oh, is I think so. I don't recognize the name. You may, you may not have it did get a lot of media attention. This is the story of Jacob Stockdale. And this story, like I said, it did get a lot of media attention and not in a really great way. Um, But we're just going to get right into it. This this story was requested to me by Brittany in Mobile. So shut up, Britt. Here you go. I mean, shout out, Britt. Here you go. (laughs) Man, that was violent, Britt. I wasn't doing anything. I'm just here. Can you tell I know her personally, by the way? I just... Shut up, here's your story. Shut your face, take your story, okay. (laughs) On June 15th, 2017, somebody called 911 from a landline in Stark County, Ohio. And the caller did not say anything and they pretty quickly just hung up. So following protocol, police go out to where the call come from. And when officers arrived, at the scene it's this rural farmhouse and as they're approaching the house they hear a gunshot so now they they radio for backup and they approach the house much much quicker and the door was open and when they go inside they find the body of 21 year old James Stockdale and he was deceased from a gunshot They make their way upstairs and police find 54-year-old Kathy Miller, also deceased from a gunshot. Excuse me, Kathy Miller Stockdale. Miller was her maiden name, sorry. Also deceased from a gunshot. And finally, they do find a third victim, 25-year-old Jacob Stockdale. Now, Jacob was barely alive. He had shot himself in the head. Police very quickly determined that he, Jacob, had used a 20-gauge shotgun to kill his mother and brother and then turned the gun on himself. Police, they rushed Jacob to the hospital. And when word got out about this attempted double murder-suicide, people remembered the family um, for a TV show that they had been on before. And that is what led this crime to be known as the Wife Swap Murders. You know what Wife Swap is? I know what Wife Swap is because it's been up. I mean, I've known what it is, but it's been on my TikTok a lot lately. It's Wife Swap is, man, that's a show. Okay. First of all, you ain't getting rid of me that easy. You can't just swap me out. No one else is going to enjoy my company except for Cody. Well, lucky for you, that I, I really feel like that's what the producers are going for. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> if, <laughs> if you haven't seen Wife Swap, it's been around for a long time. I think it's still around, or at least it was rebooted for a while. But basically, two families with vastly different backgrounds, they switch matriarchs for two weeks. So the first week the fam the mom the new mom has to live by the old mom's rules and they do write like a a guide down and they write the rules that first week the new mom has to live by that family and that old mom's rules with this new family the second week the new mom gets to change the rules they don't like and the family has to abide by them after these two weeks the couples are reunited and then they meet one another and they discuss their experiences. Sometimes the families take a lesson away from the experience and maybe tweak how they run their household. And sometimes they don't change anything at all, period. The end. Uh, reality TV Gold, right? Of course. Yeah. So the Stockdale Tonkovic episode aired in 2008, and the Tonkovic family was. This family, they were kind of carefree. Um, that's not true. They were very carefree. The the kids did not work. The mother and father did. Um, the 21-year-old son's girlfriend lived with them in the house, as well as their 17-year-old daughter's boyfriend lived with them as well. They ate a lot of fast food or microwaved meals. They didn't have many rules. Kids kind of just went to sleep whenever and woke up around noon or so. They didn't have chores. They didn't have jobs. And the parents just, like, gave, it, gave them money. Whereas the Stockdale family, they were, uh, different. stricter. Oh, yeah. I was going to say more structured, but in my opinion, it kind of goes past that. But we're going we're gonna to get into it in a little more detail than, than I did with the Tonkovics. Catherine Stockdale and Tim Stockdale, or Kathy, as she went by, they got married in 1985, and they bought a farm out of Stark County, Ohio. And there they raised their four sons in an order of oldest to youngest, Calvin, Charles, Jacob, and James. And the Stockdales focused on sustainable agriculture, homesteading, and religion. This is what they centered their life around. Especially with the agriculture and the homesteading, if they ate it, they either grew it, raised it, and killed it. That was it. They did not eat processed foods. They, they freaking cooked it there. For fun, they were in a band. Oh, is this a Christian rock band? No. It is the Stockdale Family Band. And it's a Christian bluegrass band. So I was halfway there. You, yeah, you were almost there. I was, I knew it was Christian. I knew without a doubt it was Christian something. <laughs> the bluegrass, I was not expecting, if we're going to be honest. Like this, is bluegrass like banjos? And like the. Oh, let me tell you. So, because they're a family of five. Okay, they got it all. In this band, Tim, the father, he played guitar. Wait, aren't they a family of six? Oh, only five of them are in the band. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, Catherine, I'll tell you. Tim, the father, he played guitar, plays guitar, excuse me. Calvin plays banjo. Charles plays mandolin. Jacob plays the fiddle and James plays the bass. And all of them also sing as well as playing instruments. And Kathy, she was the band manager. And during the show, she sold merch. So she had her role. She just was... She was like the important part of the band where she's like, look at this band, buy our shit. Yes, she was behind the scenes. Yeah. And, okay, I'll say, I'm not particularly a fan of bluegrass. I can appreciate it, but it's just, it ain't for me. Now, that being said, they are really good. Like, it's impressive. So, if you get a chance, just go look it up, Stockdale Family Band. And they were pretty successful, too. They performed at community concerts, schools, churches, fairs. They wrote three albums. They traveled around the U.S. competing in competitions, and they earned first place in four regional band contests, and second in the National Single Mic Championship, and also second in Youth in Bluegrass Band Contest. And Jacob... Is an Ohio Fiddle Grand Champion. Okay, so he plays the fiddle. Mm-hmm. Where did they live again? Ohio. Stockdale yeah. County. I really wanted it to be Georgia. I was hoping you would change it from <laughs> Ohio to Georgia. The devil went down to Georgia? Yes, that's what <laughs> I wanted. Well, at one point in time, he was, I don't know about Georgia, but he was absolutely the best in Ohio. And <laughs> according to Facebook, so you asked what kind of band? Or I think I asked what kind of band. According to their Facebook, the Stockdale family band is a combination of bluegrass and gospel with a touch of Appalachian music and comedy. Oh, my God. That's a, that's too many things, guys. It's, <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to have bluegrass talent. App, what was it? Appalachian? Appalachian. Or Appalachian. I don't know how to say it. I don't know. I say and Appalachian. Okay, you can't be the, those two and co- comedy. You can only choose oh. two. Oh, they are all of it. No, you can, they have to choose two. They have to share talents with other people. Do you want to know what their talents specifically were? Oh, let's hear it. Okay, I'm so glad you didn't ask. So, the performances would include alternating lead vocalists, because like I said, they could oh. all sing. Another talent you guys need to share. Mm-hmm. Some of us don't have any musical talents. And that's kind of rude of you to hoard them. It is very rude because they also would do three and four part harmonies. I can't do a one part harmony. Can't do a (laughs) harmony in any way. Not even for half a part. My name could be harmony and I would still fail. It included trick, instrumentation, clogging, And Jacob specifically would do trick fiddling, which I did not know was a thing. Is that like they're throwing their fiddle around or like I'm confused what trick instrumentation is? So I I did watch a couple videos and they would like Tim and one of the sons, because it happened multiple times. They would just be in the middle of a show and then they would switch and start playing each other's instruments. In the middle of a song. Would they, like, throw it at each other? Or, like, I'm just confused how that's... Um, not really. It was kind of like a a quick handoff, maybe a handoff slash toss. But they weren't, like, lobbing a fiddle across the stage. So it's not like a baton, like, the fiddle is used as a baton and they're catching it and lighting on, on fire. Like, that's not the type of tricks I should be envisioning. Oh, if it was, I would have a video. Your ass would be watching that video right now. Actually, I would have texted you last week and been like, okay, I'm not telling you what the story is, but it involves this. And you would have seen them juggling flaming mandolins. Isn't that That's what I think about when you say trick instrumentation? They're doing tricks with them. And that's what it should be. They should be throwing around oh. flaming freaking mandolins and flaming fiddles and flaming banjos, tossing them up, doing some fun. What is it? Color guard tricks. I don't know what they're called anymore, but I need you to manage a band. <laughs> I, I want to see this band that you manage. They're going to hate me. I'm going to be like, higher. I need those late, feet higher. If your kicks are not higher than the Dallas Cowboy or the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, then it's not high enough. I can just see you just being like, your name is the Flaming Fiddles for a reason. Turn on the flames. Get it hotter. You need gloves? No, you don't. No, you don't. (laughs) No, I would actually (laughs) allow them to wear flame resistant gloves. That would be the nice thing of me to do. (sighs) Okay. Kathy also homeschooled their boys. And now, it wasn't just your typical math and science, right? She homeschooled them in the standard subjects, but also in health, spiritual growth, and political and economic philosophy. Is health not a standard subject? Because I feel like I was required to take health classes. I feel like their health classes were... Abstinence, way different. That did you say, abstinence? Yeah, abstinence. Yeah, put a pin in that. Um, Okay, (laughs) way, way different than ours because uh, Kathy, she graduated. uh, She graduated college with a major in. I should have wrote this note down. I keep wanting to say anthology. It's not anthology. What is it? It's basically agriculture. I don't know agronomy. There it is, agronomy. She graduated. She majored in agronomy. And she knew, like, a lot about farming and farming sustainably. So a lot of their health, she was also very into, like I said, the processed foods. You don't eat processed foods. You eat wholesome, like, nourishable, nourish your bodies. So that was a lot of what they believed as well. And she kind of taught them a lot about that. So a lot of homesteading with some Jesus and some school work. Okay. And she was super strict too. If the boys did not get an A in that course, they were not allowed to move on. They had to keep taking it and doing it until they got an A. Look, that sounds almost like one of my aunts, but a little, like a lot of bit difference. Um, one of my aunts, I remember hearing that she would make her girls go on roller coasters till they stopped crying. So <laughs> A little different. She was like, you failed at this roller coaster. Go on it again. <laughs> Did that?
1: I Did, don't know. What was
0: the goal? For them to go on the roller coaster without crying. Did it ever work? I think so. I'd have to double check with my mom. And my memory could be skewed. It could have been a joke. I don't know. (laughs) Imagine it being (laughs) a joke and little eight-year-old Bryce is like, I'm not going to Six Flags with Aunt Petunia. That's not happening. She made my cousin cry eight times on the Superman. The only reason they stopped crying is because they were dehydrated and physically couldn't. The point being is that (laughs) she also made them get A's, but this was in a different... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the different course of facing your fear on roller coasters. <laughs> oh, the only course she homeschooled them in. <laughs> I aim to be your aunt, honestly. <laughs> um. So the family was also very deeply religious. Tim and Kathy wanted to protect their sons from bad influences. This was their words. That meant for the boys no TV, no video games, no secular music, so rap, rock, pop, nothing like that. They couldn't pop lock and drop it? They did not pop lock or drop it. They didn't have the apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur? Nope, none of that. Mm -mm. It's a really sad life that they've got. Yeah. There was no internet access, no sports... Because they claimed that it would make them self-centered and it would breed competitiveness. A little bit of competition is fine. Just ask Cody how that bodes for him when I make up a competition (laughs) when I'm already in the lead. I'm pretty sure Cody would have a lot to say about that. And that's exactly why I'm not asking. (laughs) He also gets really upset because I kick his ass on Battleship every time. Just make him keep playing until he stops crying. (laughs) I'm working on it, okay? (laughs) I continue to send him games of Battleship (laughs) on our phones. And he keeps saying, why do you keep choosing Battleships? Well, because you keep crying about it, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So, I will continue winning Battleships. Just ask my cousin how this game goes. (laughs) Uh, They also, they did not allow cussing, dating, or candy. Look, I get it. I wasn't allowed to cuss. That's fine. I barely get away with some cuss words and I still get shit if I cuss on a podcast that my dad chooses to listen to. That sounds like a him problem. It is a him problem. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I still can get in trouble for it. And I bet you anything I get in trouble. Calling you out right now, dad. You're going to call me and be like, you're grounded. I'm already fucking grounded. According to you. I don't follow directions because your directions (laughs) suck just ask your employees <laughs> you guys will have to email us uh, and let me know how my dad's instructions go for you guys <laughs> um, um, and I will throw you under the bus so maybe keep it anonymous okay <laughs> you were right though the the abstinence that went in with the no dating uh, but they weren't they were not abstaining from sex they were abstaining from girls they were not allowed to date like not even hang out with other girls how old was the oldest at the time um, at the time they were on wife swap I believe the oldest two were 17 and 18 okay so the oldest oldest is about 18 Mm mhm Is he still not allowed to date? He's an adult. No, he is now. He's married. He has kids. Well, no, I meant at that time. No, he was not. And I think I got that wrong. I think it was actually uh, 17 and 16. Okay, I guess my question is, when does that cutoff for no dating end for this family? Well, when the boys got to be the age, uh, uh, college age, they were given the choice of going off and going to college or staying at home. And the older two, I go, I, this is in my notes later, but they do choose to go to college. And I assume that's when they met girls. Um, but on the show, the new mom, the Tonkovic, she she does, I don't want to say push, but she did, she did get them to go to a pizza place with two girls their age. How they found them, I have no idea. But they went out on like a double date with these two girls. It did not go over well. The dad was pissed. Did not want it to happen. Absolutely flat out against it. Because they were very, very worried. In their minds, dating led to... They said, I believe she... uh, Kathy worded it. Physical dangers such as pregnancy. So it led to sex. hanky pinky Yeah. And that is what the Tonkovic mom kept saying. She's like, I'm not telling your sons to go out and have sex. I'm telling them to go out and speak to a girl. That's Have a social life outside of your family. Because if you're like me, I don't want to talk to my brothers and sisters. Hell no. I would like a social life away from them because they're not fun Mm -hmm. to socialize with. I love the social life I have with my brothers now as an adult. Because as children, we just tortured one another and we couldn't stand one another. But now... Mm -hmm. I just check in with them every month or so and everyone's doing good. So cool. Yeah. Sometimes I don't, sometimes I don't need to check in with them directly. I can check in with my parents and be like, how is so-and-so I haven't talked to him this month. See, I think I have to be the one to check in with them because my family is the one that asks me how they are. Oh, you're the point person. Yeah. No. So they can be like, Hey, how's Nick? Have you heard from him? And I'll be like, yeah, I think he's good. We talked about, Um, shots the other day. He's a a bartender. Gotcha. Uh, My mom's the point person for my family so she would feel your pain. It's the worst. I don't have to do it so it's fine. Shout out to moms. You're the best. So, um, okay. Back to the Stockdale's. The boys could earn tokens by doing chores that were assigned to them. And they use these tokens, (laughs) they use these tokens to buy luxuries. I'm scared to ask, what are luxuries for them? So they could, once they got enough tokens, once they saved up enough, they could use that to buy time listening to parental approved radio or a TV program. Or a stick of bubblegum. Just one stick of bubblegum? Just one. One stick. Yes, I family. Kind of gum. I would lose my shit. I'm a gum chewer. Yeah. Sorry. And they also had... I know you're not going to believe this. They had strict schedules. No, they didn't. They were party animals. They woke up at 7.30 a.m. You mean, they went to bed at 7.30 a.m. from their rough night of partying. Kathy gave them a four-minute warning that breakfast was about to be ready. I don't even know how you time that, first of all. I mean, I know how you time it now. You go, hey, Siri, start a four-minute timer. But how am I... If I have eggs, bacon, and bagels all going at the same time, how the hell am I going to know how many minutes it's going to take me to have all that's done? I assume by then she's like plating, like getting ready. to. I mean, I guess. But even then, you're plating for six people. That's a master plater. I think it's possible. You're ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. Um, Now, if they're late for breakfast, they have to pay 25 cents. I'm also not sure where they get 25 cents because their chores, they are paid for in tokens. So that's unclear, but they have to pay their mother. And the longer they're late, the later they are, the higher the fee. So is it like 25 cents per minute? That was unclear as well. Oh. Yeah, she didn't go into that. I'm going to implement that with Cody, but I'm going to do it. If you're late for dinner, it's one book. Oh, okay. If you're 10 minutes late for dinner, it's two books. If you're over 10 minutes, it's just unlimited books. Give me the credit card. <laughs> That's, I feel like that would work for you. Yeah. I think it'd be he might get a couple life. speeding tickets though. No, no, because I'll just go online. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, their meals had to be shared as a family, unless Tim was off for work, because he did travel for work at times. And they had to finish their food. If they didn't finish, say if they didn't finish breakfast, they were not given anything else until they finished their breakfast. It was also said. What if they they don't feel well that day? Like they have a tummy ache. Uh, I guess kick rocks, bro. What if, okay, what if it's like three days later? Are you going to force them to continue eating the eggs that you put in the fridge? Maybe. Maybe because they did she said like they were also not allowed to eat in between meals they did not have snacks you yeah i know i would alive. die i would die you I and i have so many tickets for so many sticks of gum just to survive that would be all i wanted were sticks of gum please <laughs> please mom i just need the gum i just here's- give me a whole pack okay <laughs> here is all my gum i don't give a shit about that radio or all my gum here's all my tokens I don't give a shit about that radio. Give me the fucking gum. Give me the gum. After breakfast, every day, the boys would do their chores. Then they were homeschooled. They had lessons in debate every day at 4 p.m. Then they ate dinner. After dinner, they practiced their music or they practiced their instruments. And they would go over any music contracts or performances they had coming up. And this was their every day. This is what they did. It did. They very rarely did they alter this schedule. So they didn't do anything fun. They played their instruments. That doesn't sound like Sometimes they got gum. Yeah. After they paid for it in hard labor. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know if it's hard labor, but in labor. Oh, it's hard labor because they're part of their chores. They had the normal like putting away the dishes, taking out the trash. But they also helped their dad. With the farm. So they tended the farm animals. Like if they had chicken for dinner that night. These boys killed the chickens. They're not getting paid enough. Oh One stick God, of gum. No. You have to earn a stick of gum. Uh uh-uh, uh. No mm-hmm. no. I work in a town. In a very like. Farm and ranch centered town. So I know what farmhands get paid. For the most part. I don't know what they got paid. I know they were underpaid. I know it's not tokens. They didn't get paid not enough they were getting gypped they were yeah. short end of the stick absolutely now katherine she believed that in order for their boys to be successful they needed uh quote good work ethic and lots of structure well i can agree with the good work ethic and structure but there's so much like there's such a thing as too much structure uh yes i agree It'll make you crack. It's like cracking under pressure. It's exactly what it is. Under pressure. (laughs) After the show and at the time of the murders, Calvin, the oldest Stockdale son, um, he had moved out. He was married. He had children. He lived in Michigan at the time and he worked in at Hillsdale College. Charles, the second oldest, he had also moved away. He was living in Philadelphia, and he was studying to be a doctor. Calvin and Charles, they were the two, like I said earlier, that decided to go to college and move away. James and Jacob, they chose to stay home. And Jacob and James, James was the youngest. They were still living at home. They still played in the family band. Jacob had joined a second band. And Jacob and James were also doing competitions and shows as a duo. They even released an album together. James, while he was still living at home, he was working towards his business degree. And he aspired to work in the music industry, um, in music entertainment. Kind of, you know, on the back end of things, on the business side. More like what his mom was doing. Right, yeah. After the murders, the community came together and donated over $14,000. To a GoFundMe that had been set up for Catherine and James's memorial services. But this did kind of become a point of contention. Um, the GoFundMe eventually climbed to over $31,000. And the family did use some of that to help pay Jacob's hospital bills. And a lot oh. of people, you know, felt some kind of way about that. I can why they felt some sort of way about it yeah like the money is meant to go to the victim mm-hmm. and their family not necessarily the perpetrator but in this one it kind of right. becomes a sticky situation where it is going to the victim's families mm-hmm. but it's also going to the perpetrator right so jacob he spent over a year in the hospital he was treated for a Traumatic severe brain injury. He was initially kept in intensive care. He had to go through multiple surgeries, procedures, rehabilitation. Um, Calvin, the oldest brother, he came out and told the media that they had forgiven Jacob, and they are praying for a full recovery. He thanked everybody who had sent their prayers and requested that people continue doing that. On September 26th of 2018, police finally filed an indictment against Jacob for the murder of his mother and brother. And this took um, about a year because they waited until Jacob had recovered enough okay. to go through all of this. I was about to ask why it seems like it took so long, mm-hmm. but that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. He, I tried to find the extent of his injuries, um, but I mean, they they were kind of vague, but he, he shot himself in the head. So Yeah. Yeah, it was it took a while. It took a long time. Not pretty gotcha. <clears throat> he found out about the charges the same day of the indictment and he turned himself in the next day. He was kept on a one million dollar bond. And a grand jury decided not to apply the death penalty to this case. So that was not on the table. Did they now, say why that was? They didn't. Mm-mm. I think um Once we get into it and we start talking about it, I think it might come it might become clear. Uh, Jacob's defense team, they had two psychological evaluations done on Jacob. The first export export, expert said that first export (laughs) was salt. No, sorry. The first expert he said Jacob was fine. Jacob was completely competent what is wrong with me? Let me get some water. Hold on. You're competent Talk comp- people. Talk <laughs> people. Go Well, that's what you said. It's mine. <laughs> it's contagious. Holy shit. Oh, my. That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> so the first expert said that Jacob was fine, completely competent. Send him to trial. And so Jacob's lawyers, they were like, no, no, no. Hold on. That don't count. We need another guy to come. Get us another one.
1: Get the second, a good person, a
0: good professional. They got it with the second one. The second opinion said Jacob was not competent, but could become competent. It could be restored. So the judge went with this second guy and he's like, okay, what you said makes sense. The judge ruled that Jacob was incompetent. He was placed in a secured mental health facility called Heartland Behavioral Health Care. And the trial was delayed until Jacob was ruled mentally competent. And uh, I know I mentioned this earlier. You have to remember, not only is Jacob struggling with his mental health at this time, but he shot himself in the head. So he's got a physical injury as well. Right. So I am glad they, at least, I don't know if that's why they took the death penalty off the table. I kind of hope that it is because I hope he's. I don't believe that what these kids grew up in was a healthy environment, so I wonder if that's why they they may have taken that into account. Right. And it's not to say that they were abused, but they were they were neglected in a way, I feel. I, I wouldn't say it, it's really hard. They were very sheltered. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So they were not subjected to, you know, real world and they mm-hmm. were not getting social um Social needs met. At least I wouldn't think they were getting all of their social needs met, and it's unlikely they enjoyed doing all of that work for a freaking piece of bubble gum. Yeah, it we don't is- even know if it was the good kind. Is it kind that made your jaw hurt in thirty seconds, or is it the kind that stopped having flavor in twelve seconds, or was it the good stuff that started hurting your your jaw in an hour after you'd been chewing it with no flavor? Oh, do they even make that anymore? I don't think they do. I don't know. (laughs) During his eight months at the hospital, Jacob tried to escape twice. In November, he hid between stacks of books in the library. And then a month later, in December, he just tried to walk out with a group of people. See, and this is why I think... Again, I don't want to say it's necessarily neglect. I guess you could consider it a form of neglect. But he doesn't... To me, this shows that he doesn't fully understand what's going on, right? Like, he doesn't mm-hmm. fully understand, like, these... He needs to be there. And I, I guess that's true of a lot of patients. But... I feel like he needed to... The only word I know to... It sounds kind of harsh, but I feel like he kind of needed to be deprogrammed. Um, and I do recommend desensitize. Yeah. I do recommend, after you listen to this case, going and watching um, this Wife Swap episode. I watched it on Hulu. There's also tons and tons of footage from it on YouTube. Uh, Jacob, at one point in the episode, he does... He breaks down and starts crying because when the second week comes and all these new rules come out, the new mom she brings in a video game system and she's like whenever y'all want go play games and the youngest son he was all about it like he loved it it showed him playing games he said it was fun he said he liked him Jacob started crying and she had to pull him aside and talk to him because he told her his parents told him if he played games he was going to hell see and that's another thing where it's That's really hard because that's going to be overwhelming because he's now Mm -hmm. has this belief, like, if I play this video game, I'm going to hell. And I've been brought up in such a religious household that, like, I truly believe in this, you know, and that's really hard because for a kid, that's that's all they've ever known. They Mm -hmm. don't understand anything else. And so now he's, he's in this hospital where, I mean, I assume they have, you know, like, you should go watch TV. Well, he can't do that. Mm hmm. Um, On January 24th, 2020, Jacob was declared mentally competent, and soon after, he pled not guilty by reason of insanity. In March of 2020, now remember, everybody remembers 2020, uh, Jacob was scheduled for a sanity hearing, but it was, I mean, it was March of 2020. Yeah, the world went to shit, if you guys don't remember.
1: Just so, in case you were
0: wondering, everything exploded that that month. Yes, mm-hmm. COVID came and kicked the door down and was like, "You suck, you suck, you suck, and you suck." And we were all just like, "Okay, sick. Yeah, yeah, sorry." We were all quarantining. Hmm. Hopefully. So, um, yeah, <laughs> this his <laughs> this sanity hearing was rescheduled four times because of COVID. It was eventually pushed back to September 8th and it was done remotely. Now you can also find footage of this and multiple times, Jacob, he seemed to just ignore the judge and his lawyers explained that Jacob wasn't answering. The judge would ask him like, can you hear me? And he wouldn't say anything. And he would ask, the police officer behind Jacob in the same room. Can you hear me? And the cop would be like, yeah, I hear you. And his lawyers were like, he, he's afraid. He, he can't, he's afraid to use technology. So he didn't, he didn't want to answer the judge. Mm -hmm. He, he knew he should, but he, he just couldn't, it's like, he couldn't bring himself to that fear response where he Mm -hmm. just doesn't know. He doesn't understand. Exactly. Exactly. In December of 2020, Jacob was found mentally sane. And this meant that Jacob would be sentenced to prison and not a mental health facility if he was found guilty of these murders. So his trial was set for January 2021, 2021, excuse me. Whoa. And then it was postponed again to May 4th, 2021. And this was also a remote hearing. Um Jacob was facing 30 years in prison. 15 for the, the murder of his mother and 15 for the murder of his younger brother. And his family attended this trial as well. And they, they begged the judge for leniency. But um, Jacob, he ended up pleading guilty right before the trial was set to begin. So he was sentenced to 30 years to life. And he will be eligible for parole in 2048. And all this time has passed, he has still given absolutely no motive, no reasons at all for why he did this. to me, it kind of sounds like he snapped a little bit. That's what it kind of sounds like to me as to um it's like I said, I feel bad for him because I do feel like, in a way, he was a victim too, yeah it's hard because it's like uh he doesn't he doesn't seem to really understand. the world Mm -hmm. right and that's and at that point he's got a lot of things going on like his two older brothers have moved out and that's probably a big change and Mm -hmm. change it sounds a lot like change for him is very very frightening and maybe that could put him into a kind of a state of panic almost Mm -hmm. and also he was kind of I just I can't imagine like living living this life, and then even his brothers moving away, just being thrust into college. Like, how do you how do you even right. cope with something like that after growing up the way that you did? It has to be. Well, that's what I mean. Culture is, shock, like yeah, no. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like for from going from a family uh, like that where it's so you can't even watch TV, like. Mm-hmm. I remember watching TV. Do I remember sometimes it wasn't what I wanted to watch? Of course. Yeah. But not being able to watch TV was. You know, it's not even that strange because I know a lot of people don't like let their kids watch too much TV, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's for the day and age we're in. It's kind of one of those things that, hey, this is there. It's it's part of our world, at right. least in Western civilization. Oh, yeah. Mine's on, like, on the weekend. Mine's on basically all day. Like, we don't really watch it, but it'll play. It's your background noise. Heck, uh, Disney music videos, mainly, because yeah. child. And, like, every now and then she'll get enthralled with it. But, yeah, for the most time it's just background noise. Yeah. Because that's how it is here, for for me at least. If Cody's not mm-hmm. home, I'll actually quite frequently turn on the TV and have background noise so that I'm not... Mm-hmm. I don't feel alone. But But that is the that's the story of the wife swap murders. I'm just not ever going to go on wife swap. Not that I would have before because I feel like that'd be awful having to live with someone that I don't approve of. like That I did not choose to. I don't trust people. I do not trust people. And you want me to go into the home of a complete stranger and sleep there for two weeks? I don't even like going into the gas station bathrooms, okay? Like, you want me to? You want me to poop in someone in a stranger's house? Are you? You have lost your mind. Pass, pass, Time pass. And these strangers' kids? I'm not going to discipline their kids like I they're being. Really mothering my, my own child. That's my point. Is that sounds oh awful? My gosh. So, well, do you want to go on to another story? I would love to. Because this one's going to really take my dad off i'm so excited (laughs) because last time we did a paranormal game i got a phone call saying you're semi (laughs) demon and i said how i'm not doing anything in this and then we went out to talk about light as a feather stiff as a board and we're still grounded so hell might as well talk about more so today we're going to talk about a paranormal game honestly one of my favorite topics and every time I bring it up, Amanda always gets excited. So it's got to be so one of your exciting. favorite topics, too. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if for those of you that are like, I want to be a Ghostbuster, I want to capture ghosts on camera. This is the game for you. Oh, this is the game because we're talking about the picture game today. What if I don't want to be a Ghostbuster or a ghost hunter, but I do want to capture a ghost on camera? I guess you could do this game, but I probably wouldn't. I probably won't, but I'll think about it. Well, this is the picture game. So the whole point of this game is to capture an entity on camera. So I guess if your house isn't haunted enough to get a picture with a ghost, you can just play this game and bring the spirits to you for a picture. Now, just as always, you play at your own risk. This is you, you do you, but if you're gonna play, um, be sure to tell us what you get and send us pictures and all the goods. We want minute-by-minute minute updates. Oh, Thank you. absolutely, yeah. We want to play-by-play. Play. I want a video of the picture game. I don't think that's allowed. Okay. That's, well, that's not true. There's plenty of YouTubers that have played the picture game and videoed it, but none of them captured anything. So, okay. Anyways. Um, I personally will not be playing this game. But again, if you want to, please just send us pictures. So the whole goal of this game, if you didn't guess it, is to get a picture of a ghost. But this is more of a DIY at home friendly budget type of thing. Because you don't need to invest in some fancy schmancy ghost camera like, I don't know, ghost adventurers or ghost hunters do. You can use a disposable camera. Okay. Oh, okay. So there's really not a rule on how many people can play. It is recommended that you have two or more people that can play. Fair, because I'm not playing this by myself. Yeah, It didn't say you couldn't play alone, but it didn't say you could. So I'm going to say probably need at least two people. Okay, But it's also recommended you choose kind of a leader, someone that's going to start, keep things rolling. It's not a requirement. I'm just going to say it's probably a good idea to choose the, the leader for this game. Now, the equipment that you need, you need a rope, string, ribbon, or just something similar. It needs to be long enough that you can knot the ends together to make a circle. Okay. You also need a pair of scissors, knife, or something to cut, a cutting object in general, something to cut with. You need one small mirror per person. So, if there's 10 of you, you need 10 small mirrors. Like little hand contacts. Yeah. Uh, a camera you only need one camera unless you're doing like a digital and it runs out of space because you have 30 people there you're gonna want to make sure you have a camera at least one and it has to have a flash now most sources recommended not using your phone so i just i maintain just go get a cheapy disposable camera they make those guys it's it's fine okay You're also going to want a cup or a drinking glass. It's not clear if this needs to be glass or not. I'm going to say just be safe and do glass. And then you're also going to need something to drink. Preferably booze. Wine is highly recommended. Oh, Oh, by who? By you or by the game? By the game. Oh, okay. So get shitty and take pictures. Well, you don't get to drink it. Oh, well. (laughs) Okay, so get the cheap wine. And take yeah. pictures. Just get the cheapy shit, get some box wine, um, and you're going to take some pictures. And then you're also going to want a quiet room as well. So you're doing this in your house or in a quiet room? Not in my house. Yeah. I don't have a quiet room. Well, send Annie out, and maybe you would. Then I've got the dog. Send him outside. Together? I won't have <laughs> a yard left. They I guess will I have I can put one out front and one in the back. I was going to say they'll have dug to China. Yes, they would have. No. Freaking, yeah, I'm talking about you. It's fine. Okay. So now we're going to talk about the setup. So most sources said start at midnight, but a lot of people didn't follow that rule. So I'm going <laughs> to go with people just play how they want. Um, but according <laughs> to the rules, you should be starting at midnight. You're going to take your rope, string, ribbon, whatever it is, and you're going to tie that, the ends together to make a circle. And you're going to place that circle you created in the center of the room. You're going to take your cup and you're going to place it in the middle of the circle that you just placed in the center of the room. And then you're going to fill that cup with the chosen beverage, booze, wine, do some booze for some booze. Oh, okay. So um, anyone that's participating will then sit around the outside of the circle and the booze because the booze. So it's the booze, the circle, and then you guys are all on the outside forming a circle and you guys are all going to first of all while you're arranging your friends make sure nobody steps inside of the circle because that's just rude and disrespectful um so you want to make sure everyone goes in an orderly fashion around the circle and then once that's done everyone's going to sit around and everyone's going to take their mirrors and they're going to have It placed in front of them, but, like, the mirror reflection facing up at the ceiling. And that's between the people and the circle. So it's, like, on the floor facing up. Yes. Gotcha. So from the the center of the circle, you've got the booze, the glass, the circle, the mirrors, then the people. Okay. Okay. I'm following. Okay. You're going to turn off the lights. The leader is going to turn off the lights. And you're now going to start the invitation. Everyone is going to close their eyes and everyone in the circle is going to join hands and everyone must take turns stating, I trust you. You're not saying this in unison. This is one at a time. So you go in a fashion, like a fashionable order, fa- whatever you want to say it. Everyone says, I trust you. So don't do a huge group or else you're going to have to hear that a thousand times. Noted. Yeah. And then some variations add the step that after everyone has said, I trust you in a unison, Everyone is going to say the door is open. Please come in. They're going to say this three times. The door is open. I know, right? (laughs) The door is open. Please come in, and they'll say that three times. So individually states their trust, and then in unison states that the door is open, and that's three times, three times. And here's my other thing: is I hate when we play these games and we talk about the number three because it's always demonic when you think about three. Mm -hmm so well, that and along with like the i trust you and the door is open please come in like don't come in too you're not welcome yeah like that's what i'm <laughs> always told no go away i don't demon or visitor go away you're it's not open slam that door closed yes i do not have a welcome mat for a reason yeah. and half you of are- it is paranormal you want know what's really funny is I yeah. literally have a bullet that says, who are you telling to?" the doors open to? Like, who the <laughs> hell? You guys don't know this. Okay. Anyways. So, after mm-hmm. that's all done, you can open your eyes. There might be a ghost in your house. There might not. So, I, who knows? Now, the ritual started. You started the the summoning. And so, this is what was often referred to as the sitting. So, you only need the one camera, right? You're all sitting there. So, whoever has the camera to start will pick up the camera, and they will, whoever's turn it is, they'll grab the camera. They say, I caught you, snap their picture, and then pass the picture to the next person. The next person will do the same thing. I caught you, take a picture, pass it to the next person. And you're just going to do that all the way around the circle three times. Everyone's going to take three pictures. Good God. Uh, yeah. yeah. I hope you have a, a- decent memory card yeah. well if you do have a digital camera you're not allowed to look at the pictures you're just oh. you take your picture you move on you take your picture you move on so you can't go back through and look until the end so you're gonna do this again three times the only time someone does not take a picture is if they begin to cry or feel nauseous so if someone if me if i'm being a cry baby and i'm like i don't want to do this anymore i'm crying um if that participant feels the way, that way, they just get skipped over in their picture taking. So it'd go from you to Annie instead of you, me, and then Annie. Okay. You know? Yeah. When you said cry, I thought you meant like they're actually shedding tears. And I was about to be like, look, I'm out. I'm not no, good in these shedding, situations. No, this is shedding tears crying. Or nauseated. Oh, You yeah, can't play. It. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm not good in those situations. I don't know yeah. what to do when people cry. You skip them. You, They don't get to play this game. You skip over them. Oh, cool. That's what I do in real life. <laughs> I can no. totally do that. Once the camera's gone around town three times, you can then put it down. Now, here's, the, here's another caveat. If at any time during the ritual someone starts acting out of character, just not like themselves in any way, or if they state they're frightened, these are what were referred to as red flag participants they're red flags for a reason if that happens you have to end the ritual early by putting the camera down where it is it doesn't matter if you've made it around town three times or not or if you've only gotten one picture you put the camera down and you begin the farewell ritual again if anyone demonstrates these red flags you have to end the ritual yeah sounds like they're getting freaking possessed well, that's exactly what it is, because at this point it's believed that there is something more um demonesque in your presence. Mm-hmm. And they will try to possess the weaklings, which are the ones crying or saying they're frightened or out acting out of character. Those are the weaklings. So Dang, what just... a way to be outed. Like you're <laughs> you're called a wuss and possessed at the same time. That sucks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so the farewell. Now, again, this can start one of two ways. Either you've gone around town, gone around the circle. Everyone's taken three pictures unless they were crying or nauseated. They got skipped. But that's the first way. Or the second way is there was a red flag acting out uncharacteristically or stating that they're frightened. You have to end. So the farewell. Everyone's going to close their eyes again. And they're going to repeat this in unison. It's time to go home. They're going to repeat it three times. Then everyone will flip their mirrors the other way so the reflection is face side down. They're going to turn on the lights. You're going to use the scissors, knife, or whatever to cut the rope or string circle, whatever you used. And then you're going to take the glass of booze outside and empty it. Most sources say to empty it onto a patch of dirt or earth. Okay. Because you don't want to stain your concrete. Yeah, that's rude. Yeah. Yeah. If everything went well, no one stated they were frightened, no one was nauseated, no red flags. If everything went well and you used a digital camera, you can go ahead and check out what you captured. If you got a disposable camera, you can take it the next day and go get it developed. You know, CVS, Walgreens, whatever. Go get your film developed. I think you have to mail them off now. I think you can take it in and they mail it off for you. Okay. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. Either way, that feels fun, too. Then you get them back in the mail, guys. Right. Or you get a phone call and you're like, your pictures are ready. And you're like, oh, hell yeah. It's been two weeks. Let's go see if we got haunted. Or you get a call and they go, look, we can't release these because there's demons on these pictures. No, thank you. (laughs) You (laughs) You're going to get that one person that is paranormal, crazed person (laughs) developing your film. And they're going to be like... Someone played the picture game? There yeah. were certainly red flags here. This film should have not gotten to me. Anyways, we haven't talked about what <laughs> happens with the red flag pictures. Oh, God. So. Why couldn't it have just been a nipple? A nipple? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. You moved on. I was still, like, being the, the person oh, You're talking developing, about developing. Person- yeah, like, they're developing the I'm pictures and they're movie. just like, that's Satan. Why couldn't it have just been another nipple? It could have just been another nipple. It could guys. have been a butt cheek, but no, y'all had to summon Satan. <laughs> Can we stop summoning demons? Thank you. <laughs> damn it, I've got to get another job. God damn it. Anyways, so if you did have to end the ritual early due to any of the red flag participants, uh, you're not gonna like this next thing. Oh, you're not allowed to look at the pictures at all, ever, ever, because you actually have to destroy the camera that you used altogether. So this is why maybe don't use a fancy digital camera. Maybe like if you have a childhood camera from you know way back when that you still have and somehow still works. Use that. Something you're not going to be upset if you have to destroy it and move all the pictures off of it first. Also don't invite your wuss friends. Yeah. <laughs> don't invite me and Amanda. We're not gonna make it through that. <laughs> We're gonna sit you're gonna flip off <laughs> the light and I'm gonna go, I'm scared. Like it's not gonna work i'm gonna be there being like y'all this doesn't feel right i've got a bad feeling I've got i got a, a bad, bad feeling like and we... really it's just anxiety or i have to poop that's what the bad feeling is but we're sitting in a dark room with a glass of wine i can't drink sitting in a circle holding hands i'm already uncomfortable well also i'm we're just not gonna be the best company for this we're gonna no. go in before even starting and being like this isn't a good idea I feel uncomfortable. I'm nauseated Mm. at the thought. Like, I don't want to be here. Bryce is crying, so now I'm uncomfortable. I would be crying just to make you uncomfortable. (laughs) I believe that. Cody would be texting me and he'd be like, are you seriously crying? I'd be like, yeah, is it making Amanda uncomfortable yet? (laughs) Does she look anxious? You would be like, no, it's just Visine, but what does she look like? Is she biting her nails yet? Does she look really anxious? Does she look like she is in a lot of pain? Because that could be from anxiety or her stomach. I don't know which one. I just, I just remembered. I forgot to take my anxiety pill today. <laughs> well, there you go. Reminder. Yes. I need a sticky note. Anyways. So you have to destroy the camera. This is also one reason why they recommend maybe don't use your cell phone. To play oh, this game. okay. Yeah, yeah. Good point. No, don't play Those that. Not recommended. Yeah. <laughs> don't go out and buy a fancy digital camera either. Like, just get a disposable one, guys. Just get a disposable one. So, many believe that the reason for this is because the entity could have the ability to possess you by you seeing them in a picture. So, if you do look at the pictures, you might also need to contact an exorcist so that they can take oh. care of that possession as well. So, just fair warning. Many who have played this game claim to have seen a ghost in real life as well as in the pictures. So a lot of people have claimed to see children and oftentimes they claim to see indigenous women. Why? Okay. I, I don't know. Now, when I do these paranormal games, I think I've mentioned, I am laser focused on those freaking comments and Reddit posts and stories I couldn't find a lot of Reddit posts, but I did find a lot of comments. Are they all short and sweet? They sure are, but I got them for you. <laughs> okay, I'm here for it. So one commenter, they claimed to have played this game. They stated that them and their one friend were playing at 520 in the afternoon. Pretty sure my rules said midnight, what? already failing. <laughs> it's not <laughs> even dark out. It's not even. You haven't even had dinner yet. What the hell? Like, aren't you supposed to be doing your homework? I'm sorry. This just feels like a teenager thing. No, that feels like if me and you were to actually play this game. We would it like, hell no, I'm not doing it at midnight. Let's do it. Like, let's do it and then go get some Taco Bueno or something. For sure. That'd be, we'd be 7 a.m. Middle of summer. Like, okay, let's play Flash. (laughs) Lights are off. It's not our fault. The sun's coming in. Is that a, is that an orb or is it just the reflection of the sun? Who knows? We don't know. And then we're going to go off, have our breakfast, go about our day. Anything <laughs> weird that happens that day, we're going to be like, was that from the game? Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that a demon? <laughs> and it's just some guy walking his dog. I'm going to be like, hey, first, do you want to have Hardee's for lunch? And you're like, not Taco Bell? Are you possessed? No, because I saw what happened with your last Taco Bell incident. I'm still pissed about it. That was horrible. It's going to be more like if you're in Utah and I go, hey, you want to go to Beto's and get carne asada fries? That's normal. But if I went, would you like to go to Taco Bell? That's where you get red flags. I'm not going to Taco Bell when I can get carne Mm -hmm. asada fries. True. And if I say no, I'd rather have a salad. That's my red flag. (laughs) We're we're just giving each other codes right here. Mine is if I'm asking for Taco Bell and you're asking for a salad. Done. Yeah. Anyways, so these guys, they're like, we're going to play 520 in the afternoon. They did not have alcohol. I believe this is because they were underage. So they used water. Okay, well, that's just insulting. We've <laughs> been over this. Were we? Uh, yeah, I don't remember when I covered it. But like when you toast, you're never supposed to toast with water because it's insulting. Oh, oh that so, was a long time ago. Apple juice at the least, guys. I don't think they had access. They're not toasting. They're just giving the ghost a glass of water. I would not show up for a picture if I was a ghost and you gave me a glass of water. I would probably knock that shit over and be like, you're cheap, I'm Audi. <laughs> Where's the booze? Exactly. You're not getting any because I don't have any. I don't exactly. get booze, you don't get booze. No booze for you, no booze for me. Done. <laughs> um, so they complete the ritual with no issues. The friend leaves the room and the original poster, they hear this voice in their ear tell them, go i'm oh, like well that's bye. weird my <laughs> right we're out of there we even yeah. hear a remote go we're gone we're miles away you only gotta tell me once but right? i need to have it thanks I'll, I'll keep paying the mortgage right um the friend then later had a similar experience where they re-enter the room they're hanging out and the friend hears in their ear someone tell them to leave But they could clearly see it was not the original poster stating it. So those two were like, all right, let's go out this room. And they had no clue why or what they did wrong, nor did they have an update. So they're just being haunted as far as I'm concerned. You got to go. You got (laughs) to leave. (laughs) They did after the site. They had to be told twice. No, I mean, like, pack your shit and get out. I know. You got to live somewhere else. Fully aware. They had to be told twice, though. (laughs) Another commenter claimed that they and their friend had seen a figure with a skull head and a hood. Uh, during, that's the Grim Reaper. Yep. During the final picture, the commenter, the original poster, stated to feel something around their neck. So the friend aimed the camera towards them. And, I mean, if you guys didn't catch on, when you're taking the picture, you're aiming it towards your little setup. The like glass and the string and the whatever. Um but if but you're the, sitting in a circle, there's going to be someone on the other side. Yeah, there's people gotcha. on the other side. So they, the friend takes the picture of the original poster. And they claim that in the picture, they could see the hooded figure with their hands around the original poster's neck. Did they share this picture? No, they did not. I think that's rude. Wh- where's the picture then? That's what I'm saying. Where's the freaking picture? I want proof. Also, why did you look at the picture? Because... I thought you weren't supposed to. Uh, look, I just tell you the rules. If you follow them, that's on you. Okay, that's fair. So. Another claim that they did this as quote unquote research. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what they're okay. researching. That's- and they got one good picture, but it wasn't like a human figure. They just got like a picture of a blob. Did they share this okay. picture? Absolutely not. Where are you guys? What What are you doing with your lives? Come on. I know. Another played with their brother and they accidentally took a video rather than a picture. The video didn't show anything creepy, but they could hear a static sound on the video that was, first of all, not normal for their phones to get on a video. And they could not hear it with their own ears during the game. So they had this unexplained static sound. Did they share the video? No, they didn't share the video. You guys suck. I know. Another claim to play with a friend that boasted they're not afraid afraid of ghosts. This is like me and you being like, no, I'm not afraid of ghosts. We're clearly afraid of ghosts. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not yeah. that tough, guys. This is like Cody coming in and being like, I'm not afraid of ghosts. And me and you being like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. And in one of the pictures during this game, there was a picture of a little girl holding a pink teddy bear beside the friend that was like, I'm not afraid. That's the creepiest thing you've said thus far yeah that friend ended up in the hospital for unknown reasons holy oh did they share the picture or an update on their friend absolutely not out of all of the reading and searching i did i couldn't find any convincing pictures from this game a lot of them were pranks which were very clearly pranks because they were from like youtube videos and they're like haha funny um others were there were a lot of youtube videos um The ones that claimed to have captured something didn't have pictures, which, you know what, pictures are, it didn't happen. Yeah. So, if this game is real, you guys are going to have to find out for yourselves and let us know. We're not finding out for ourselves. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Especially Uh, not in this house. Like, we we bought this house. I have to live here for mm -hmm. a very long time. You'll do Uh, it when you're moving out of that house. Probably not even then, but I'll I'll let let someone (laughs) else do it. (laughs) You'll let Annie do it. Yeah. You'll dare Annie to do it. Yeah. Not <laughs> okay. with my camera, though. No, no, no. You'll get her uh-huh. a disposable camera. Yes, I will. She can bring a couple of her friends. They can play Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board, picture game, done, moving out the next day. Oh, anyway. They are 100% playing Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board. Yes. I will, that I'm teaching her that. You know what? I might do that this weekend. Do it. I don't yeah. know how you're going to teach her on your own. Well, I mean, first, I just got to teach her the song. So, Oh, okay. That's yeah. fair. She's she's still not great with all the letters, so she might not be able to say it. But So you'll be practicing for a while. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fine. But that is the picture game. Yeah, I'm not doing it, but I want to <laughs> know if you guys do. Yes, please tell us. I want to see your pictures. And send us the damn pictures. We need oh, receipts. Now, do not send us demon infested pictures if there were red flags do not send that shit to me okay fair yeah no i don't want to see that i don't want to see it i don't have i don't have an exorcist on speed dial i don't have the money for an exorcist i don't have that either regardless do you have to pay an exorcist i don't know regardless don't send us that shit only send us only send us pictures if you got through it with no issues, no one was afraid. I I'm not even accepting pictures of people that were skipped. Like if they were crying or nauseated, I don't want the pictures. I'm only accepting pictures if it went around the circle, everyone took their three pictures and everything went well. That's it. You know what? I don't want pictures. <laughs> I don't trust you guys. Yeah, we we just set forth some very stringent rules. You guys mm-hmm. aren't going to follow them. We're not stupid. Yeah. So. I know for a fact, somebody would send in like all these pictures of like, "Ooh, look at this mist, Ooh, look at this. Ooh, demon face. Exactly. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I'm not here for it. We would like I don't want you to just, we would like you to describe the picture to us. You look at it, Yes, and you tell us about it. We don't want to mm-hmm. see it, yeah, suddenly, I'm not mad at all these reddit people <laughs> anymore. <laughs> suddenly, all these ones that seem to have effed it up don't seem so bad for not posting pictures. mm hmm all right. Well, thank you all for listening to Helen Hills podcast. To see pictures from this episode, you can follow us on Instagram, Helen Hills podcast, X, formerly Twitter at Helen Hills pod or Facebook Helen Hills podcast. You can find us on Linktree by typing in Helen Hills podcast Linktree. If you want to find or if you want to support us, please like review, sh- rate, share and subscribe on your preferred listening platforms. If you want to take your support one step further so we can create more content for you, you can donate through Patreon where we're working to release specials for our patrons. If you have your own true crime or paranormal story, suggestions, or just words of encouragement, please email us at HelenHeelsPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to tell your friends to listen with you as well. Bye. Bye.